Howdy, hello, and welcome to episode 69 of Fat Love Talk. I'm your host, Fat Love, otherwise known as Zachary, and uh, we're talking about Nintendo. That's right. Nintendo had their 40-minute Nintendo showcase for E3, and it was phenomenal. Their Direct was phenomenal, uh, as it you know, always is expected to be, right? Nintendo never slacks they always do their nintendo directs every you know every quarter or every you know now and again and because of them so rarely they they always are taken seriously and they always jam pack it with stuff that they know they can share that are very good pieces of information to have and it was a really good showcase now i don't know what you guys thought of nintendo showcase because i don't know any of you individually or maybe i do i don't know but I will say what my thoughts were, what my opinions were, and I'm just very excited. So, I'm going to read to you a message that I sent to my friends while I was at work at 4 o'clock today. Alright, it says, <clears throat> Nintendo has sold me on Metroid Dread. This live stream is so helpful in deciding if I want a game because I get, a, I get gameplay and it looks very cool. So far, I want to get Metroid Dread, Mario Golf, WarioWare, Advanced Wars 1 and 2. So that, alongside Battlefield 6, Mario plus Rabbids 2, and Guardians of the Galaxy, means I'll have five amazing games, one comes out in 2022, to play by the end of the year, if I can manage to find the money. Need in my head, one game, I'd have to pick Metroid Dread. It looks insanely good, and I'm excited to dive into it later this year. I'm just glad I don't have to pick because Advanced Wars Bundle looks amazing and I hear good things about those campaigns. That should speak for itself. Nintendo had so many good announcements. So many good announcements. And it, it makes me wonder, like, with Metroid Prime 4, they mentioned it's still in development. You know, they mentioned the sequel to Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is still in development. They, they have, like, a breakdown. Or not Nintendo, but, like, other channels already have a breakdown of stuff you can see in the trailer they showed to tease the new Breath of the Wild title. <clears throat> where they take to the skies or whatever above Hyrule. And it looks very cool. And I'm very much excited to play that. But I've never played a main title Metroid game in my life. And Metroid Dread looks so phenomenal that I actually am thinking that maybe I should just dive in and get my hands on this. You know, I wanted, I, I just, I really want it at this point. It was a lot of fun, and it comes out October eighth. Like that's perfect. October eighth, yes. And sure, they didn't talk about Splatoon 3. They didn't talk about Metroid Prime 4. They didn't talk about the new Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 sequel other than to show the teaser. And they didn't mention, you know, um, Bayonetta 3. Those games are probably locked behind, you know, some sort of, you know, development process where they're not ready to discuss that yet. So all the stuff they have announced is enough information for me. Like, personally. It's enough information to satisfy me. And... I just wanted to mention that Nintendo, like I said in my previous podcast, doesn't have to compete with the big guys like PC, Xbox, and PlayStation because they have their own lane that nobody can compete with them in. Anybody in the world can be like, yeah, I have an Xbox or yeah, I have a PlayStation, 
but generally they also have a Nintendo Switch because it's 300 bucks or 150 bucks depending on the console you get, right? And it's affordable to buy into. And then the games, you know, they don't compromise with their pricing. So sure, you got to still pay the 60 bucks, but to get the console is more reasonable than dropping five stacks. You know, $500, not 5,000 obviously, but $500 so it just makes more sense. And that's where they get people. They have games that they announced like Mario Party Superstores. They're going down a nostalgia trip with N64 Mario Party games. They announced Super Mario, or Mario Golf rather, Super Rush. They showed off more about that. That comes out in two weeks and I am gut busted that I cannot buy that day one. I've already looked at my budget. I've already looked at my money. And if I did that, I would have to pull from my savings to buy it. So I'm like, really, really trying not to, you know, make a stupid decision. But like, I am such a big Nintendo fan that I'm just like, I got to make sacrifices. And this is one of those moments because uh, they have other games that are coming out that I mentioned during that showcase. I didn't know this, guys, but Guardians of the Galaxy looks phenomenal. It's from, it was from Square Enix's showcase that happened, um, I want to say, on Friday or Saturday. One of those days. That was when Square Enix had their conference. It might have been Sunday, actually, after Microsoft's conference. Because uh, they announced that Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be on Nintendo Switch. And I watched a full, like, 20 minute or 11 minute, sorry, 11 minute gameplay demo of Guardians of the Galaxy live on uh, Sunday. And I was like... There's no way this is going to Switch. And then literally on Tuesday, they announced it coming to Nintendo Switch. I was I was flabbergasted. I was I was thrown. I was like, man, how can they even afford to put that? Well, not afford. How can they even manage like graphically to put that? Well, they're going to be compromising some frame rate. That's all I that's all I have to say. I would not buy Guardians of the Galaxy on my Nintendo Switch. I would buy it on playstation honestly and that's what i plan to do down the road i'm obviously not going to get it when it comes out in september i think it is september when it comes out but i'm not going to get it then because i can't afford it obviously but uh it's just not something i would consider for the nintendo switch but there they go they did it and same with tony hawk's pro skater one and two that's finally releasing on nintendo switch even though it's already been out and i own it for playstation and then they announced games like WarioWare, Get It Together. WarioWare hasn't had a mainline game, I think, since the Wii or the Wii U. One of those two consoles. I forget exactly. Um, and I am so excited to get a new WarioWare game on Nintendo Switch. That's such a fun franchise. And I've said this for years and years and years. Nintendo Switch needs to get a Wario game. Nintendo Switch needs to get a Wario game. I didn't necessarily mean a WarioWare game. I meant a Wario game. But... I'll take this. This is a win. I loved WarioWare. I had the 3DS one, and I played that crap out of it. It was so much fun. And then they showed off a new trailer for Mario Rabbids Sparks of Hope, which got announced previously um, on Saturday during Ubisoft's conference. And that game, I was literally screaming when they got announced on Saturday. I was screaming. I was at my girlfriend's house, and she was outside on her hammock. And I was inside downstairs watching on her Xbox the YouTube live stream for Ubisoft. And I'm happy she was outside because I was vocal. I was I was like, yes, yes. Because the first Rabid Mario game, 
was phenomenal, and I'm a huge fan of turn-based strategy. That's why the Advanced War one point or one and two reboot um, remaster collection is so exciting to me because I'm getting all of these strategy games that I love so much. I was I've never been a Monster Hunter fan, but when they announced Monster Hunter Stories two, Wings of Ruin, and they showed off gameplay today, I was like, oh. This is different than Monster Hunter. You actually do like turn-based attacks. I can get into that. That's something I can get into. And I'm going to download the demo just to see how I feel about it. But that's something I can get into. And I love how much turn-based strategy, or just strategy in general, is is releasing right now. I'm, I'm in a great place for games because I'm like, I have a backlog of games to play for the next who knows how long years um and and when i want to buy new games i'm i'm good like i'm i know what i'm going to get because i'm going to pay off my stuff i'm going to get some money built up and when i can afford to i already know certain games that i want and they're going to be out and they're probably going to have reviews so i'll see gameplay and reviews of it to see if they're worth purchasing and i'll see what my friends own and i'll i'll you know see what's going on but i am very 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 excited about this year. And just so you guys know, <clears throat> just because I'm a grown adult and I'm turning 28 this year, next month is my birthday, so <clears throat> cash app, <clears throat> you can send me some money and uh, we can we can all win. It's a win-win-win because I can live stream um, my PlayStation games, but I have to get a PC before I can start live streaming Nintendo games. Um, unless I did some, some uh, shenanigans where I streamed live from YouTube on my phone with it plugged in charging of course and I faced my phone camera at the TV at a distance that captured the TV but also captured my audio in the background plus the audio of the game <gasps> that would be interesting guys I wonder what that would be like I might I might test that out and if it doesn't work I'll delete the video but Either way it goes, guys, my birthday is next month, and I'll be 28. So, hey, $28 for a 28-year-old? I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Uh, I do have a wish list. Um, I'm selfish, but I'm not entirely selfish. I'm just selfish when I can afford to be. <laughs> but uh, I digress, guys. The Nintendo conference had me on my toes because I was most excited about this going into it. So I had high expectations for Nintendo. And sure, the whole Life is Strange combination coming, the Fatal Frame release, the Game & Watch Legends of Zelda announcement, you know, the Strange Brigade coming, the Doom Eternal DLC, Two Point Campus, Just Dance 2022, Shin Megami Tensei Five, which actually, again, turn-based strategy, looks really good. I've never played a Shin Megami Tensei game until, question mark now? I don't know. I don't know what's in the future. Rune Factory 5. They got a ton of stuff, guys. They got a ton of stuff. They announced the Danga Rampa stuff remaster. There's just so much to unpack. And I don't want to spend too much time on it. I just wanted to kind of put a podcast out there to kind of get my thoughts on this, um, you know, fossilized in the time vault for like I do. Um, E3's been weird because of COVID and because of there being like, no conferences that are happening like in person with live coverage and I didn't get the notice in time to call off work because everything happened so fast. So I was like, I don't have two weeks notice to give my job to get off work to make sure that I'm free to watch all these conferences. So I had to kind of watch it 
intermittently throughout the day. And seeing everything after work, I'm just like, wow. Wow, what a great showcase. And you know you know what the greatest thing about Nintendo is? This is something Nintendo will pretty much always have over Microsoft and Sony. Their Nintendo Direct was 40 minutes, roughly, and they had a they had a live stream afterwards. They said on their thing three hours. It was like four or five hours altogether, so I think it was... A, I mean, they fudged that a little bit, which I'm cool with. Um, it was very awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, they had a live stream afterwards. They showed off gameplay for Metroid Dread, talked about it. They showed off gameplay for Mario Party uh, Superstars. Gameplay. They talked about it. They showed it off the gameplay for Mario Golf Super Rush for Monster Hunter Stories 2. That's where I found out it was turn-based. I was like, wait a minute. I did not know it was turn-based. Shin Megami Tensei 4. They had gameplay during the live stream. They talked about it. Advanced Wars 1 and 2. The remaster, they had gameplay of it and they talked about it. This stuff is really important to me as a consumer because as a guy who lives paycheck to paycheck and who's trying to pay his bills off and, and make ends meet, I need to know if I have an extra set of cash set aside like 60 bucks, I get one game, you know, I want to know what I'm getting is worth buying. I don't want to waste my money. So seeing all of that stuff confirmed for me, I want Advanced Wars. I want Metroid Dread. I want Mario Party. I want Mario Golf. I don't know if I'll buy Monster Hunter Stories 2 until after I play the demo myself because I've never played a Monster Hunter game and they're playing and it's Monster Hunter Stories 2. Why wouldn't I just save my money buy Monster Hunter Stories 1 or Monster Hunter Rise and kind of tread the water by that? I might need to look up reviews on that and I probably will. And then Shin Megami Tensei 5, I've never played those games before and I've heard they're pretty hardcore. So I don't know if I'm going to be into that. So it's going to be a gamble there. So I might wait until you know past the release date and see what's, see what's up. But the point is, I have options. And that feels amazing. Because that's the whole point. I went into E3 kind of with a low expectation for everything. Just because I was like, I can't really afford to buy anything. So if I get too excited about something... It's almost for a mute point. Um, but then I started to think about it more. And that's kind of a, a hypercritical you know, way to think about things. And it's kind of a Debbie Downer mindset. So I thought about it and I was like, you know what? These are still games I can play down the road later on. And I probably won't get spoilers for games like WarioWare or Mario Golf. All right? I'm not going to look that stuff up and nobody's going to be posting it. Um, so I'm going to be able to play it brand new, basically, when I get around to it financially. And I'm just like, that's cool with me. Like, I'm okay with making sacrifices and and waiting a little bit because I'm excited that it's a it's a real thing. It's in the world that it's ex- it's existing, right? Now, I will say this: I do really, really, really want the Metroid Dread Collector's Edition. I'm a sucker for collector's editions, and Nintendo has the best ones. And since it's a a first party game. Um, I got the collector's edition for Fire Emblem Three Houses. I got the collector's edition for um, the other Fire Emblem games, and they're beautiful. And I, I wanted one for Bravely Second when it came out, but there wasn't one available because of COVID and stuff, and I was like really sad about that. Um, but the fact that they have a collector's edition with a steelbook case and some art books um, and some cards for Metroid Dread, and they're going to have Amiibo. I love my Amiibo. Um, it just makes me like... Mm, I really want to know what those Amiibo do in the game, and I really, really want this collector's edition. So, 
Um, I probably won't get either because they're going to sell out. Probably they're already probably sold out at this point, um, online knowing, you know, my luck in the internet. Um, but down the road, you never know what's going to happen. You, you literally could walk like when the, uh, animal crossing, um, cards came out previously, um, they weren't supposed to release them in the store. It was supposed to be an online exclusive purchase. And I just walked into Target and I was like, oh, hey. And I bought one for me, one for my roommate. Just went home. I had them in half an hour. I was there. I was back home. And it was a win-win. And all my Facebook groups that I'm in for Nintendo, um, people were struggling hard. I felt really bad because I was like, I, I literally just walked in the store at like 8 a.m. And they were right there. And then I went home. And I was home in like an hour. And it was it was just easy, and then they were supposed. They obviously I saw I heard that they pulled them and put them back in the back so that they couldn't buy them anymore. People couldn't buy them anymore, and that you know instantly made them harder to find. And I was just it was a whole situation. So I'm wondering if that's going to happen with with uh, the amiibos for Metroid because what Metroid I said came out in October. I want to say let me let me look that up again. Um, yeah, it says October 8th. So, if we use our handy-dandy uh, computer calendar, October 8th is a Friday. It's the second Friday in October. And it's going to be a good time. Now, I don't know if that's my long weekend or if that's my short weekend based on how work goes. But here's what I do know. Um, I might not be working that day, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> because if I can't afford a $60 game from June to October, something's wrong. I'm not I'm not broke. I'm just living paycheck to paycheck. So I'm going to plan for this and I'm going to set aside some money every single month. I have my job withholding, you know, $35 from every paycheck so I don't owe on my taxes. It's really annoying when you end up owing several years in a row. So I'm like, I'm I'm put I'm nipping this in the bud and I'm going to I'm just going to let them withdraw extra money every paycheck so I don't owe at the end of the year. Um, and I'm hoping it works. But if I can do that, if I can afford to pull you know, $30 bucks, um, from my, my paycheck, I can afford to do that with my regular paycheck on top of that. So if I can take like it's, – it's literally going to be what? July, August, October. No, wait. I'm missing something. July, August, October. November, December. Nope, that's right. That's right. I'm sorry, guys, for my horrible math there in my head. Um, I literally have a calendar right in front of me, too. That's the sad thing. So it's literally July, August, September, October. I am so sorry. Somebody in the listening to this podcast right now is, is laughing at me or facepalming themselves or making a remark, and I, I deserve every bit of it because <laughs> my mom's birthday and one of my brother's birthday is in September. My girlfriend's birthday is in September. My uh, my anniversary is in September with my girlfriend. Uh, I'm just like, how can I forget September? That's a big month, um, a very important month to me personally. Um, so, yeah, that's four months. That's even better so I got one, two, three, you know, three and a half months, essentially, at this point. It's, big, it's halfway through June. That's why I say three and a half. Um, if I set aside, let's do the math. Let's do the math here right now, live on my podcast, coming to you. We're going to pull up a calculator. We're going to do 60 bucks divided by 3.5. 
3.5. That's $17.14. That's stupid. Let's do 60 divided by 3. 60 divided... God dang it, not 33. 60 divided by 3. That's $20. $20 a month. Let's just say I set aside... I get, what, two paychecks every month? So let's say I, I set aside 10 bucks every paycheck. 10 bucks. I can do that. I go to the ATM. I pull out a 20. Crispy. I set it aside. I take it home. I stick it in my pillowcase. I don't know. I, I do something with it. I get an envelope. I stick it in an envelope. Be like, this is Zach's Nintendo money. I actually think I have envelopes around here somewhere. I, I might pull those out somewhere and see about that. I also have my Nintendo Switch case. I can just stick it in that. I don't know. The point is, guys, I'm rambling, and I'm, I'm making a point to myself live on my podcast. Um, it's affordable. Now, if you start throwing in, well, if you can do that, just set aside 40. Get two games. Yeah, well, let's let's slow down, tough guy. Let's slow down, okay? And let's slow down. I'm not trying to be extra broke. I'm just trying to be comfortable broke, <laughs> if that makes sense. Bills are paid. I have food. I can go out with my girlfriend. I can go out with my friends. I'm comfortable. But still... It just, it's one of those conversations, it's hard to have, and it just kind of sucks the fun out of all the festivities happening. I'm a gamer to the core. I will always be a gamer to the core. I have lifelong goals of streaming, posting YouTube videos, creating content, learning how to create content, and get better at it. I want to I wanna make music. I want to make... Um, on top of music, I want to write a book. I want to be a novelist. I want to be known as an author. You know, before I'm 30, I want to publish a book. I'm not talking about self-publishing. I'm talking about like publishing a book with somebody. I'm 28 next month. I'm the clock is ticking. So that's more of a reason why I want a PC. It's like you're investing more in yourself at that point. And just buying, you know, a console is, is not going to be doing what you need necessarily, right? And I'm just like, so many questions, so little money. But that's okay. Um, you never know. Maybe, uh, maybe my roommate will win the lottery. He already told me that I'm his favorite person on the planet, and he would give a lot of that money to me. I'm making this up. Love you, buddy, um, if you're listening. But in all honesty, um, I mean, he likes me, I think. <laughs> so uh, I mean, maybe if you win, if you want a lot of money, I might get something. But no, it's, it's not like money's going to fall out of the sky. You know, you got to make this happen for yourself. So I'm making a budget. I'm planning it out. And then plans are going to stay in process. So that being said, guys, I appreciate you listening to my podcast. Uh, Nintendo's had a great showcase, had a lot of good stuff. They'll always be supreme to me over Sony and Microsoft. Just because of the fact that their live stream included gameplay, included dev conversations, included actual, you know, like this is what you're going to get when you buy the game. There's no fancy trailer with highlighted moments of the best things happening at certain times, right? Like the fact that Battlefield uh, 2042 had a sequence where you're just, you're just jiving, going, you know, having a fight, battling it out, and then out of nowhere... Of, uh, it starts storming and a tornado falls out of the sky and sucks people up and you're still playing the game in the tornado with a wingsuit you're just flying around just, just 
It's insane. Next level insanity. The perfect combination of a futuristic shooter and a modern shooter merging together. You got you got vehicles and you got people from both teams just swirling about in a tornado. That's madness. And that's fancy. And that's flashy. And that's why I said I wanted to see gameplay before I was like, I don't know about this because every battlefield is basically the same. It's just different weapons, different locations, right? Am I right? I think I'm right. But this one is apparently different because there are 12 operators. And I digress. This is not back to the Microsoft conference. This is back to Nintendo. And uh, I'm wrapping this podcast up. Uh, But this was my discussion. And I would love to talk to anybody about this. So if you have thoughts, you have opinions, find me on social media. You know where to find me. I'm fatlove one four five. On I want to say Twitter and Instagram and just Fat Love on Snapchat and and you can find me. I don't post on Snapchat as much, but I will respond to people who message me because I have it downloaded. Obviously, um, Instagram I've been I've been I've been going hard. Fat Love Fit is my Instagram for my weight loss and my um, fitness journey. If you want to follow me on there, I am trying to lose some weight. I am trying to be healthy. I am going to the gym. In fact, I'm uh, I just got back from the gym uh, before I posted this podcast. Had a little workout with my personal trainer. And uh, let me tell you what. He gets me to sweat, and that's what I pay him for. That's what I love to have happen. I want to sweat. I want to work it off. I want to make sure that I'm making the right decisions. I can run diet stuff by him. I can balance stuff out. I can talk to him about stuff, get his opinion. And it's really helpful for me. Bettering myself. 2021, quarantine ain't slowing me down. COVID ain't slowing me down. Nobody's slowing me down. You know, my girlfriend is super supportive and my friends are super supportive and my brothers are super supportive and I'm just like, I'm going to get it. You know, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm every day a step closer. So even though I may not be able to buy all these Nintendo games that I want, I will have them at some point. It'll just be down the road and I'm planning for that. I'm prepping for that, right? My story isn't over yet and trust me. When I get myself to a place where I can be on all platforms consistently, game over. I'm just going to be out her doing it. Out her doing it. (laughs) That's fun to say. That's why I said it twice. Um, Anyway, I love you guys. I really do. I appreciate anybody who listens to Fat Love Talk. After all these years, I just really appreciate the support. Um, I don't know that I'll ever make anything of this podcast, but I love posting on it. And I love throwing my gaming opinions and thoughts out there. And music may be gone off my podcast, but that doesn't mean video games and movies and other things that are interesting to me won't be talked about and won't be discussed. Um, It's nothing but love for me, guys, really. I I honestly am blessed and thankful for everything in my life and to be where I am right now. And I am humble about it, and I always will be. So that being said, guys... Have a great afternoon. Enjoy your life, and maybe we can we can link up and talk about some video games in a future podcast. Hit me up, guys. I love you. Have a good one. Peace.